what is up everybody this is Spaz baby and i am here and i am your host for my new podcast channel yeah which basically i will be giving you guys gaming advice giving you information on newly released dlc's games add-ons what you like about games what you don't like about games scary games um basically anything that you guys want to discuss if you guys are on my channel you're more than welcome to this is an adult content channel so i'm letting you guys know that you are being fully advised and warned that there might be adult language that is used but um also i want to thank everybody that um has stopped in to listen to my podcast and as well that will be coming in weekly to listen to my podcast right now i'm going to start off once a week maybe i might change it to more than once a week see how it goes but anyways um, I will have future guests come on this channel, future YouTube content creators, friends, family, people that I know, maybe that I want to question them and ask them how their game playing is going. And also, um, later on down the road, I'll have my mini-me join. So, I just want to thank everybody for stopping in. And today I want to discuss about the new DLC that's going to be released tomorrow, September 17th, 2019, both on Steam and um, the gaming platforms PS4 and um, Xbox, and also eventually um, this game will be released out on um, <coughs> Switch. Sorry, my voice is dry. Anyways, let me get a drink. But anyways, my podcast will be probably within an hour long, sometimes longer, depending. Oh, and I dropped my tea. And we'll talk about funny stuff, stuff that might be horrifying, things might be boring to some people, might be interesting. I mean, we'll be talking about Minecraft down the road, um, World of Warcraft, just plenty of game stuff or other stuff, you know? you want to come up here and talk about anything you're more than welcome to i'm gonna have guests that will come to my show um my podcast and um we'll discuss and i'll question them and see how they um feel about future release and games and stuff like that and help support other youtube channels to let them grow but also you can find me on my youtube channel which i stream daily and um it's spaz baby and also you can find me on twitter discord instagram snapchat and all that good stuff so let's get this started anyways tomorrow um they're going to be releasing on dead by daylight um chapter 13 which is called stranger things what better way to start it out by just calling stranger things great DLC for everybody that checked it out on um, PTP on PTV on Steam um, it's very interesting got a killer a new map and two survivors basically what it is is obviously a new chapter that's brought to you on Dead by Daylight which is a game that you play either on Steam PS4 or Xbox which um, after you purchase the new DLC, which tomorrow, um, they'll release the price of it. Obviously, I'm making this podcast episode a day before the release 
of it. So I will um, obviously make another um, podcast and advising everybody how much it is and everything, letting everybody know. And as well, I'll be making my podcast more up to date. Like, I'm just making this one to be able to get my podcast started and say hello to everybody. And I'll be making another podcast before the week's over with, so it'll be discussing further about the DLC. But, um, obviously after you purchase the new Stranger Things DLC, it'll unlock its new killer and the two new survivors. And basically what Stranger Things is about, it was... Um, it is in the early 1980s, which is the time of Cold War experiments and naive fascination, time of Stranger Things, you know, in the small town of Hawkins, Indiana. They had covert experiments which were being conducted. How interesting is that? Um, this was a time of interdimensional gate was accidentally opened at the Hawkins National Laboratory, an army of creatures with long curved claws and gaping faces that bloom like horrific flowers was unleashed. Mmm. So, that's kind of interesting that just shoots at you like a vine trap on those things, flowers. Mmm. I never had one. Venus fly trap? That's what it's called. But these creatures were labeled Demogorgons. Demogorgons, which that's how I pronounce it. But which is by a group, was created by a group of local kids who encountered them. Okay, Nancy Wheeler, which is the first survivor. She had an act for investigative journalism. Um, first emerged when she brought down a secret government organization in Hawkins following the disappearance of her close best friend named Barb. Um, she was fired from the Hawkins Post during the summer of 1985 and was not dissuaded has not dissuaded nancy from chasing leads sorry about that but anyways um formerly a popular jock steve harrington is struggling to find his place in hawkins now that high school is over and his old friends moved away to college since then he spent the time scooping ice cream at the mall um flirting with girls cracking secret russian codes which that's always a great one i guess with the help of his friends Dustin and Robin, Steve is carving out a new idea, ah, identity for himself, my bad, and learning what true friendship really means. It's the newfound loyalty to his friends that compels Steve to come to the aid of his ex-girlfriend, Nancy. So that's his ex-girlfriend, something if you are not a Stranger Things fan, you wouldn't have known that. So when he suspects that she might be in terrible danger, he wants to go there and help her. So the killer, which is the Demogorgon, um, is a blooming mouth full of needle-like teeth for a face, large curved razor sharp claws, and powerful legs to pounce on victims. Make the Demogorgon, Demogorgon a frightening monster to face in any dimension. It is a nightmare of unrestrained feral rage as it hunts down its prey and rips it to pieces devouring every last morsel of flesh and gore, leaving nothing for scavengers. That's interesting. It's like the Venus flytrap, just sucks you in, throws you around a little bit. The creature is untouched by any sense of compassion or restraint looming over its victims. Um, it shows no doubt or mercy 
just the pure instinct of its insatiable blood lust as it delivers the death blow a perfect hunter the demogorgon is a macabre testament to the horrors lurking in the upside down and why it was choice pickings for the entity nice so the killer powers the demogorgon of the abyss an unknown and unworldly power surged through its body suddenly the ground griped open move the ground ripped open my bad swallowing the demogorgon hole oh nasty so the abyss press you have to press and hold the power button to fully charge and activate of the abyss all the survivors within a close proximity to a place portal will be indicated by killer instincts so you gotta place portals down Special attack, shred. Press the attack button while charging or holding of the abyss to dive forward and unleash a vicious slash. Great. So it reminds me a little bit about the spirit and the hag and a little bit of the huntress kind of. But anyways, the special ability portals. Press the active ability button to open a portal on the ground in front of you so you get to teleport like Ch uh freddy freddy Krueger, my bad not chucky while standing on a place portal with a different portal highlighted press the active ability button again to travel through the upside down to arrive at the targeted portal so you can place a portal i'm sure by a generator on a floor on the stairs you know by the gates and teleport like you do with freddy Anyways, the killer's perks. So one of the first, one of the perks is um, called Surge, which is the first one. Your eerie presence charges the air and interferes interferes with technology, putting a survivor into dying state. With a basic attack, causes all generators within a radius of 24 meters to instantly explode and regress. Surge applies an additional regression of 12 percent. Surge can only be triggered once every 60, 50, 40 seconds. And then the second perk, which is called Cruel Limits. Your ties to the otherworldly manifest when your prey attempts to get away. Each time a generator is repaired, all windows and vaults locations within a radius of 24 meters from the completed generator are blocked for all survivors for the next 20 25 and 30 seconds basically it's just like the ghost face in um plague perks putting the entity on the generators isn't that nice and that's called cruel limits so the third perk is called mind breaker your distress distressing presence drains and weakens your prey while repairing generators with less than 50 percent repair progression Survivors are affected by the exhausted status effect. Any existing exhaustion status effect timers are paused while the survivor is repairing a generator. After ending the repair action, the survivor is afflicted by the exhausted status effect for 1, 2, and 3 seconds. Or 3 seconds. Survivor Nancy Wheeler, we're going to be able to see the um, different types of survivors that were added. One was a male and one was a female. Now, a lot of people um, are quitting their main um, survivors that they've been playing to switch to Nancy because of her new perks. Me, however, I play Kate, and obviously she'll always be my main because of the fact that I like her leather outfit, but I will play Nancy. 
And the great thing about Nancy is that um, she's got some excellent perks that um, I'm going to enjoy describing to you. So, here's some background information about Nancy, okay? She was the aspiring journalist. She was studious, rebellious. She was stubborn, an investigator with an instinct for a good story. When her closest friend Barb went missing, she did everything she could to unravel the truth and secure justice. A brilliant journalist, she chases stories and follows leads despite the inequality and chauvinism she encourages at the workplace. Pursuing a lead one evening, she fearlessly approaches the Hawkins National Laboratory before suddenly losing consciousness. So she, like, lost all consciousness. A moment later, she woke up in a strange, misty realm with the sound of a familiar roar echoing through the air, which is very interesting. So these are Nancy's perks. And... Um, the first one's called Better Together. You seek justice and uncover the truth no matter what obstacle stands in your way. Um, the aura of the generator you are currently repairing is revealed to all survivors located within 32 meters. So that's actually a pretty good perk right there. Um, if the killer downs a survivor while you're repairing a generator, you see the auras of all the other survivors for 8, 9, or 10 seconds. And the second perk is called Fixated. When you have a goal in mind, there's no turning back. Better to ask forgiveness than permission, which obviously that's normally true when you're doing these type of in these type of situations. That you'd rather go ahead and do something, and then ask for forgiveness later before you decide just to ask permission and do it later. <laughs> you can see your own scratch marks at all at all times. Nice. While uninjured, you walk in 10, 15, 20 percent faster. Which is very interesting. I really like that perk. I think I will be using Fixated a lot. And our third perk is Inner Strength. You look in, yeah, you look inwards and trust your instincts when you feel lost and alone. Each time you cleanse the totem, your inner strength then activates. While inner strength is activated, hiding inside a locker for 10, 9, or 8 seconds while injured automatically heals you to the healthy state. Which is really good um, about that perk. I really like that feature. Inner strength does not activate if you are affected by the broken status affected. That means that if you're on a hook and you get yourself off the hook, then you're in broken status and you can't use it. You can't heal yourself. That means broken status means you can't heal yourself. Okay? So, just remember that. <laughs> Which a lot of people are probably going to want to add that perk on with with that um, self-heal perk. So then um, you can either use that one or um, um, inner strength. And a lot of people would use inner strength instead of um, self-care um, because then you won't have to worry about healing yourself. So now we're going to go on with survivor Steve Harrington. Let's go with a little bit of his background. So he's a former jock. He's popular and arrogant, yet compassionate. Steve Harrington is an unlikely mentor and leader. He often acts as a surrogate big brother to a younger boy named Dustin. He even helped him find his slimy interdimensional pet, Demogorgon. D-R-T- I cannot pronounce this. D-R-T-A-G-N-A-N. 
his reputation as a protector grew and he soon became a sort of babysitter for the group of kids in the Hawkins with a knack for messing around with strange and dangerous things, obviously. His courage is unmatched so that he was even able to fend off the Demogorgon when it threatened his friends. <clears throat> One evening, he reached a call for assistance from his friend Nancy Willer. And he drove all the way to the Hawkins National Laboratory to see if she was okay. He searched the area but only found her notebook. Before he realized what was happening, he found um, on the ground that um, an o there was an opened up and a swirl of black mist filled his eyes. When he awakened, he was in a strange place that seemed familiar but unfamiliar at the same time. So here is Steve's um, perp. The first one is obviously the babysitter. The description is, while you have a reputation for being self-centered, you risk it all to help those in need. When you unlock a survivor, an unhook survivor leaves no scratch marks or blood trail for the next four, six, eight seconds. Both you and the killer see each other's aura for four seconds, which I'm not going to like that too well. The second perk is camera camaraderie camaraderie i'm believing life has taught you the importance of friendship which has given you strength while you're on the hook in the struggle phase um camaraderie activates if no survivor is within 60 meters of your hook while is activated the struggle phase timer is actually paused for 26 30 and 34 seconds so I think that's something that will be really good to have as a perk. So also, um, the third one is called Second Win. You have learned to avoid awkward situations with parents. Part of you still thinks um, your best option is to run away and hope things will take care of themselves. When you have healed other survivors for the equivalent of one health state, which is when Second Wind activates, while second wind is activated, the next time you are unhooked or unhook yourself, you are affected by the broken status effect. Which obviously, you know, if you have that perk that you get yourself off the hook or someone gets you off. After a total duration of 34, 32, and 30 seconds, second wind automatically heals you from injured to the healthy state, which is nice. Second wind deactivates once you are completely healed or if you are put into a dying state, which is not being knocked down on the ground before second wind successfully triggers. You will lose the broken status effect once second wind deactivates. Second wind does not activate if you are already affected, afflicted by the broken status effect, which is nice, okay? Next, we're going to go into the realm, which is the new map called the Hawkins National Laboratory. Laboratory. That's going to be interesting. Which, um, after this DLC is released, I'll make another podcast going into full details um, describing everything. Because I'm sure everybody will want to know. So, it's called the Underground Complex. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Ooh, I'll eventually have to go and read all the different realms and maps. <laughs> so, um, in the game, the Hawkins National Laboratory realm is being referred to as the name Quater. Quater. 
which is very interesting. Now, I know a lot of people have played this on PTB already, and they've already um, gotten to experience what it's like to play as the um, new survivor, Nancy. Everybody's been dying to play her and the new killer, which I'm kind of excited to be able to play myself. But anyways, this is what the landmarks um, of the new map is. The Rift Lab is one of the main landmarks on the underground complex map. So these are the contents that are inside the map, okay? The Rift Lab potentially contains a generator on the upper floor. So this is the upper floor. The Rift Lab potentially contains a hook besides a staircase to the upper floor. The Rift Lab contains multiple lockers on the lower floor. The Rift Lab potentially contains a chest. The Rift Lab contains a totem. Um, and it also contains an entrance to the basement. Now the actual layout. The Rift Lab consists of two floors. Okay, so it has an upper floor which can be accessed by going up a staircase. The lower floor consists of a closed lab room and the rift a portal to the upside down. The rift section of the floor can be accessed through a vault on a, or a doorway which will be nice. The window vault is located beside a desk in the room which will be really cool and there's also a pallet between a desk and a wall at the back of the lab room. So just so everybody knows, I am giving spoilers out, which this will be released after the DLC, so it won't be too much of spoilers. So the upper floor potentially contains a generator and contains multiple drop-offs. The inter, this is the interrogation rooms, which I'm gonna find out um, what they look like, cause uh, I'm into that kind of thing. I don't know if anybody else is, but I definitely am. So the interrogation room potentially contains a chest and um, they have a totem and then a tiny room beside the interrogation room contains a generator. So the layout, which is um, basically where the interrogation rooms are all located on the upper floor of the map. There are various bolts in the rooms. Some potential pallets could spawn over there as well. So this is nice fun trivia to know. In the game files, the underground complex is being referred to under the name lab the underground complex is the first map to have exit doors instead of exit gates um this occurs mainly because the map is situated underground and the ceiling isn't high enough for a gate to be placed on the walls like they are on other maps so there's a completely different animation for the opening of the exit doors both sides of the door slide sidewards and a metallic plate behind the door rises upwards also, it's possible to see the upside down inside the exit doors. Some generators on the map open connected sliding doors once completed, which is really nice. Even though the underground complex is technically the map covering the smallest surface area with its numerous catwalks, its actual surface is considerably large and could be ranked similarly to a cool tower or rancid abattoir. So, I see that there's um, different realms of maps that um, I'll eventually be able to go through with everybody um, on future um, podcasts. We'll be able to tell um, future details of what the killers 
are that are currently out and um, give perk information and survivor perk information on the survivors that are currently out. And also, um, in my future podcast, I'll be having other people that are streamers that will come on and discuss with me what they enjoy most about current DLCs that are out, or I may question them about games, or horror games, or movies, or whatever, you know, and we may just talk about trivia stuff and give everybody up-to-date information on DLC that's out, and also I will bring other YouTubers on here to help support their channels. But today I want to give a big shout out, shout out, sorry, my bad, a big shout out to all of you, my supporters and my subscribers. And I hope that you will um, tune in weekly to listen to my podcast. And also you can catch me in my um, YouTube channel, which I'll be streaming every day or every other day if I'm sick, which pretty soon I'm going to be having surgery on my hand. So, um, I will have to upload videos or I'll be streaming live just, you know, giving live feeds of, you know, everybody playing games or answering questions or um, share playing people. <clears throat> also, you can catch me on my Discord, which um, if you go into my YouTube channel, you can get a link to my Discord and also you can follow me on my Instagram and Twitter. And now you'll be able to catch me on my podcast, which I'm really excited that I released. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I just decided today would be the day that I would go ahead and get it set up, which today is September 16, 2019. Tomorrow, September 17, 2019, will be the new DLC, Chapter 13, Stranger Things for Dead by Daylight. We will discuss other games as well. The Dead by Daylight will not be the only game. We'll discuss GTA. We'll talk about Rocket League. Jason, Friday the 13th, you know, we'll be talking about um, games that you may play on the PC or games that you play on your phone or on um, Steam or on um, Switch, couldn't think for a second. And also, um, you'll be able to find me live on Twitch. I'll be streaming on Twitch. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and end this right now. And I want to thank everybody for stopping by and listening. And I hope that you catch in to my next podcast, which I will be having more fuller details and obviously longer than what it is now. Unless you guys only want it to be 30 minutes and decide that it's only going to be 30 minutes. But I'll have it full in detail. I'll pick a topic and I'll have it all set and everything lined up, you know all that good stuff and have people on there that I'm going to talk to. Or if you guys want me to bring people on my podcast, you just give me the idea and I'll reach out to them and bring them on. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and end this because it's um, after 2.52, almost 3, and um, I want to rest for the rest of the day and possibly stream later on. But anyways, you can catch me in my Discord and I'll holler at you hoes later. Bye!